Hey guys, I'm Cordy. I'm May May. I'm Carson. I'm Leah. And you're watching In the Know. Yay! Yay! And on this episode, we're going to be talking all things Dune 2, Leave the World Behind, Percy Jackson, Gripsy, Gypsy Rose Blanchard, (laughs) um, and Simone Biles' husband. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, 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 uh. Carson, would you like to start us off? Yes, I would. So, my first topic of the day is the Leave the World Behind movie, which was released on Netflix December 8th, 2023. So, yes, last year. We're in the new year. So, we're going back to last year for a minute. And... This movie was crazy. A bunch of people think it's like a prediction movie for what's going to happen in the future or like in 2024. Mm-hmm. Because basically in this movie, you have this family who lives in New York City and they go for like a little escape at, in, in Long Island at this like very, very nice house. And so they get there and they're like, oh, let's go to the beach. So like a normal vacation. Well, while they're on vacation at the beach... Um, an oil tanker or like cargo ship comes straight into the beach, like it grounds on the beach, does not stop. So this like ginormous ship trying to run all these people over and people are like so confused because like that never happens. Like that shouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. So then they're escorted out of the beach and they go home and then all these weird things start happening. Like the Wi-Fi has gone out. The TVs don't work. Like everything digital is done for. And then these people show up to the rental house that these people booked, so like their Airbnb for vacation, and they're like, this is our house. And it, I think it is actually their house. But they're like, this is our house, and we were in the city, and we needed to come here. And they're like, this is weird. Why did you need to come here? So then they start saying all this stuff, and it's like, um, we don't really know what's going on. But on the flip side, there's this girl, the daughter of the family who went on vacation, And she, like, notices stuff before other people do. So she, like, notices all these deer and stuff. And these deer are doing, like, weird things and blah, 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 this and blah, 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 that. So they all decide to stay in the house together, even though there was some tension at the beginning when those people first arrived. But they all stay in the house together. And then the next morning, they wake up and... um, Julia Roberts, which plays the mom in this movie... Does she think she sees or she does have um, like news notifications on her phone the next morning. And so she wakes up and she tells her husband, Clay, which is played by Ethan Hawke. And she like, look at these notifications and she shows it to him and they're gone. And she's like, well, this was the, the hackers were behind something and blah, 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 this and blah, 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 that. So they think it's hackers. They think hackers have hacked into the like the phone network and the cyber network and have completely like demolished everything and i think it's true because what they didn't know while they were asleep is that the tv came back on and it showed the news and it was like cyber attacks everywhere in the country like everywhere was red and it was just so odd but then they wake up and they still don't have anything so they're like going crazy because of how reliant we are on technology now Mm. and so it's so weird to not have anything 
had to like from being used to having it every single day mm-hmm. and it to excel our lives, I guess, to, like move our lives forward. And um, so they have to like do stuff on their own. So they're at this really nice house. So they go swimming. They blah 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 this. But the girl and her brother go out in the woods and. They like are looking, and they go in this little hut, which becomes more important later down in the movie. And um, they're just looking, but he gets bit by a tick, so he gets Lyme disease. Uh oh! And then the next day, the mom like goes looking for them because she can't find her children. And um, crazy, bro. And this loud noise, like deafening noise comes over the like over the earth uh, or over the <laughs> United States and it's just crazy because like they have to like cover their ears and they all fall to the ground and it's it's so weird but this was after they arrived to the beach house the day before when everything was working until they got to the beach house and now they're like what in the heck is happening so the two people that um said that the house was theirs that arrived at the Airbnb is a father and daughter duo. And apparently he works with like high up people, like clients, like high up, like people in the military and like, I don't know, rich people who know what's going on. And so he tries to start telling her all this stuff. And this is after that. And this is after she saw at the grocery store when they first arrived at the house, this man like stocking up on like shelter goods, like like non-perishable foods, bunch of water cases, like a lot of stuff. But he starts telling her all this stuff that is sort of going on. And then they hear that sound again. So it's like deafening again. And they don't know what's going on and they freak out and blah, 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 this, blah, 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 that. But he's told this, he's told Julia Roberts all this stuff. And <laughs> he's, he's basically been like, yeah, my clients, this and that. And she, he doesn't really tell her any more than that. But she knows someone is behind this. So if like the day before, Clay, when all this sound and stuff ha- started happening, the husband, he went and like drove around to see if he could find signal because the Wi-Fi and everything was out. And this plane comes up behind him and is dropping all these flyers. And apparently they mean death to America. Oh, oh. But on the other side, oh. the man who arrived at the house with his daughter, his wife is on a plane and he goes to one of his neighbor's houses and they live on a beach. Yeah. And the neighbor's houses, planes just keep crashing into the beach. <gasps> what the heck? Uh-uh. Because because all the navigation systems are gone, like going out, like <laughs> as and every, like everyone's dying. So what the heck? that is wild. So um, back that night after they had heard the sound again, um, they go to bed. And then they wake up the next morning and they're like, we have to leave or not. They're like, they have to leave after that somewhat. But, um, so they, they leave and they see all these self-driving cars. So Tesla's 
all these Teslas, brand new, have driven themselves really? off the lots. I've seen this. Yeah, you probably have seen this clip. Have driven it's themselves crazy. off off the lots and are like slamming into each other on the interstate. And so they can't leave. They're like landlocked. So they can't get back to New York City, which New York City would not be the safest place to be during this. No, so no. It's that they weren't there. But and then it's it, then they like try to leave and they have to dodge these Teslas that are um like coming towards them. Are like so people driving like, the Teslas or is it just they're they're self driving? Like no one's in the They're self driving. Oh, these that's are the fully ad- autonomous Teslas. <laughs> And so these Teslas are, like, slamming into each other at, like, 100 miles an hour, like, so fast. That's so scary. And so they have to go back to the house, even though they don't want to go back to the house. And then when as they're driving back to the house after they've passed, they're, like, dodging all the Teslas, like, subway surfer style. Um, <laughs> it shows, like, uh, aerial view, and you the whole interstate is completely full into the city of, like, cars, that are just sitting there. Probably Teslas, but yeah. So they're back at the house and um, they start talking or whatever. And that was actually, the Tesla thing was actually a little before the husband, I mean, before the mother and the guy who arrived at his house started talking about his clients and everything. So mm. now they go to sleep and they wake up the next morning because their son has not been feeling well. We're almost he has Lyme promise. disease. He has Lyme disease. And he also didn't cover his ears fast enough when that sound happened. And they wake up and his teeth, like, are falling out. It's so oh, gross. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, I don't no, 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 no. Uh-uh. no, that's my worst fear. Mm-mm. It's like they have, like, the, his roots have rotted out. So he can just oh go, and, like, rip out his teeth. It's so No. Gross. But then they, like, Clay, the husband, has to go get him um, medicine. So the guy who arrived at his house and Ethan Hawke go to the um, superstitious guy, the guy that I told you about at the grocery store with Julia Roberts saw him like getting all the water and non-perishable foods and stuff. They go to his house and his house is like no trespassing private property. And they knock on the door. But while this is happening... The mother and um, the um, daughter of the guy who arrived at the house. I don't know why I don't know their names. But um, of the daughter who arrived at the house go on a hunt looking for Julia Roberts' daughter because she ran away because she wanted to go watch Friends. Oh. The season (laughs) – because she, she wanted to watch the season finale of Friends. She's so I real, though. She's so real. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't like each other. The um, This other man's daughter and Julia Roberts, they don't like each other as of right now. And this is all happening while the guy is pulling out his teeth. The girl's missing. It's crazy. And so they go on a hunt for her, and then they get in this hut, and there's all of these deer. Like, there has to be hundreds and hundreds of deer surrounding them in this hunt so julia roberts like leaves before this happens but the um daughter is still in there and she walks out and these deer just like come all straight up to her like they like literally look like they want to eat her it's kind of scary oh that's uh uh-uh. 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 
So she just like stands there in like still shock. No, that's freaky. Julia Roberts still wants to find her daughter, but she can't. So Julia Roberts sees an aerial view of what New York City looks like from Long Island. And it's like New York City has completely been destroyed. It's like on fire. There are people dropping bombs. Like, Wait, how did she get stuff. an aerial view? So there must they must be like really close to a coast or something uh-huh. because she's able to like – or not aerial view, like a – She's really close to a coast or something. So, like, through the woods, she's supposedly able to see New York. Okay, okay. Okay. Because I was like, I, she can't fly, guys. She'll die. Yeah, <laughs> she yeah. can't fly. But not an aerial view, but, like, like a coastal view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of. She, she is apparently able to see, like, the explosions and the smoke and everything, I'm pretty sure. That is so scary. Um, But she goes and saves that man's daughter because like we don't want people dying right and um so they say she gets all the deer away and blah 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 this and they go hunting for the girl again and then they like make up and they're like my dad was supposed to be the dad told the daughter that he would be back in one hour and it's been way more than one hour because back on the flip side the um ethan hawk is having trouble with this man who they went to go get the medicine because he is like, I don't want to help you. Like, why should I help you if you're just going to like blah, 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 this and blah, 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 that to me. And, uh-uh. and that's the guy from Footloose. What's his name? Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon is in this. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> this cast is crazy. And so he like walks out on his porch <laughs> with like a gun and is like, no, I'm not giving you medicine. Get off my property. Oh. But they finally give them the medicine after having like a little gunfight, like drawing guns, like a little duel for a minute, which is kind of scary. But they end up being fine. But and while all of this is happening, the little girl has found these really rich people's houses and has gone to the bunker. So have you seen all these things about the mil- billionaires building bunkers recently? Yes. No, I haven't. What? Oh. There's like a bunch of billionaires, like who is it? Like Mark Zuckerberg and all these people. They're so strange. Who are building these like super nice like bunkers underneath like their house. Like the world level like bunkers. Yes. Yeah. And so she finds one of those basically and she goes and watches her friends while the whole world is falling apart. <laughs> or at least on New York City it's falling apart. And so she watches her friends. But basically what happened is that people wanted America to not be a thing anymore. So okay. we, they wanted to get rid of demolish America. Okay. Well, so, then, wait. Then where would they go if America was demolished? Canada? Ev- no, everyone's supposed to die. That's how it's oh. supposed to be. Oh. So I'm pretty sure. So they want to demolish America and um, – they did it in like a, a three-step plan. The first step was like get rid of everything that they like, all their trust. So like get rid of the technology, get rid of all of their media sources, get rid of everything. So hack them and get rid of all signal. And then it was like get rid of your their trust. And the third step would do its do it on its own, which is this is what this military client told the guy, which he then told Julia Roberts. Oh. And, 
he's like the third step would do it on its own and the third step is that people would turn on each other like how kevin bacon did to ethan hawk and it's it's uh his name is marshelli r lee or something i can't i can't pronounce it yeah his name is george so the guy who arrived at the house with his daughter so when they pull out the gun on George and um, Ethan Hawke, and um, so the third step is like everyone will turn on each other and people will start killing each other because people will be scared and blah, 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 this. And it's like when the paranoia sets in, like a civil war will start happening. That is so scary. So everyone, I think, dies except for the daughter who found the bunker and went and watched Friends. Oh, that's crazy. But it, it kind of leaves you on an open-ended ending. It doesn't what really is she supposed you. to do? I don't know. And the bunker is the only place that has Wi-Fi. Like, it has How? a working computer and everything. What? So if she would have gotten her parents and these other people and been like, come get to this bunker, Yeah, everyone would they be would probably would have been fine. Oh, my goodness. How? Okay. That is so freaky. I know. You need to watch it. I was. I thought it was good. It's not like my favorite movie. It's not Dune, but it's not yeah. my favorite movie ever. But um, it was really good. I wanted to watch it since the first trailer came out. My mom, my mom ended up watching it. And she like is like obsessed with it. I don't know. She's like she thinks like this stuff is actually going to happen. Which hey, maybe it will. Don't take. I don't know. <laughs> don't speak that into existence. I'm not trying yeah, to get Lyme disease, guys. Yeah, I right. know that. I went and played disc golf yesterday. And Uh we played it in the woods. And I was like, am I going to get bit by tick like the guy did in the movie? I was wearing long pants and everything. But I was still, like, nervous about Lyme disease. That's so real. So, later down the road, everyone, you will hear more about something new that we have never done on In the Know. So, I'm going to let them explain it. But I'm going to go ahead and do my topic. So... (laughs) My most an- anticipated pop culture moment of the year is Dune Part 2, which oh, I yeah. know we've heard about. <laughs> Dune is my Roman Empire. We've talked about that before, too. But, um, so Dune Part 2 is... So Dune is my favorite movie ever. Like, I don't know why it's my favorite movie, but it is. And Dune Part 2 is my favorite pop culture moment of the year because it has been delayed, and I can't wait for it anymore. I'm just, like, itching for it. <laughs> and... Why is my favorite pop culture moment of the year, or my pop culture most anticipated, is because I'm so ready for Zendaya and Timothy Chalamet's press interviews and the red carpet moments, and then the box office success that this movie is going to be. I hope it makes a billion dollars. I really do. It might. You never know. The first (laughs) one made four hundred and two million. That's crazy. COVID times. That was COVID. Like it was 2021. Like close to COVID times. And now that now that we're like sort of out of COVID a little bit, I think this movie can make at least double that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm so excited. I can't. I know sort of what the plot is going to be because I've read the first book, but I don't. I want to see how they're going to change it. This movie has a hundred and twenty-two million dollar budget supposedly, which is less than the first one. The first one had one hundred sixty-five million, but. I want it to do really well. I'm so excited. March 1st, 2024. <laughs> also, the Percy Jackson series came out. Yes! Yes! 
I love Percy Jackson. Me too. I read the books when I was in eighth grade. And um, they they were really good. Like, I didn't think they were going to be that good. But I read it because the show was coming out. So it's eighth grade and I'm in 11th grade now. So that's three years since I've read those books. And the show is just now coming out. It's crazy how long Whoa. it takes. But I love the show so far. The one thing that I don't understand, though, is that if you've watched the show, there's these, like, they go, like, let's say they go to the Garden Home Imperium. And yeah. so they, from the bus, and they, like, get attacked by these monsters. Mm-hmm. They have to run to the Garden Home Imperium. It doesn't show them, like, running. It just cuts to a yeah. black screen, and then it goes to it, which is not my favorite thing. Yeah, that's, like, a lot of what that series does. It just, like, cuts to a black screen. And I keep thinking that, like, the episodes are going to end. Yeah, me you know too. I mean? I'm like, is this everything? I'm like, is it over? And... I just don't know. I don't like that. Like, I don't know if that was like a, I guess it was like a director's choice. Choice, but I was yeah. like, I don't know if I liked that part about it. I don't like it. But the just, rest of it is really good. It is really good. Yeah, I don't like the black screen. It's like they intend for it to have commercials. Right. So I'm like, right. Disney, like I, they should have done like separate cuts for Disney Plus without ads and Disney Plus with ads. Right. So it was it was weird because like, we don't have ads and I just hear see this black screen for five seconds. I don't, or like, I don't like it. I don't know if they would have like done another movie if they would have done the black like the black screen cuts. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, but yeah, I don't yeah. know if it's because like it's like they're trying to fit all this like detail into like thirty minutes. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I wish the episodes were longer. I know because like I was putting my Legos together while watching the newest one that came out. Yeah, and I thought. That I had been doing Legos for like such a longer time than the episode was. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was like, yeah. the ep- like that episode ended so fast. I was like, what the heck? I was like, I only put like three pieces down. Good Lord. But those are my topics for this week. I'll let Leah take over Percy Jackson more <laughs> later in the episode. And yes, thank you so much. Okay, guys. Again, hopping off of Percy Jackson. Um... <laughs> The book series, I think, came out in, like, 2005. Yeah. Like, the original Lightning Thief book came out in 2005. And then, which, like, are really good. It started with The Lightning Thief. Um, guys, fun fact, I've never actually read the book. So I, haven't either, I haven't watched the show either because I'm trying to read the book. But I've been trying to read the book for three years. So it's sitting next to my bed right now. Right. Right. And I want to read it before I watch. But <laughs> but I know a lot about it despite reading the books because my mom is a librarian and she was like, Leah, you need to get into this because the main character is has your same mental ailments. So you should get into this. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, uh, ADHD and dyslexia, yes, represent, um, anyways, but, so, they came out, because I got into the movie that came out in 2010, so, the movie that came out in 2010, um, the iPod, yes, yes, starred Logan Letterman, and that man, oh, what a man's fine, and then it has... (laughs) Brandon T. Jackson as Grover, and then Alexandra, Alexandra, is that, yeah, Alexandra, uh, 
Dad Daduro. Anyways, that's who plays Annabeth. And then Logan Lerman, and he's Percy Jackson. Uh, this movie is kind of not that great, but I like it. <laughs> this movie, like, the movie that they came out with is, like, it's low-key book accurate, but, like, low-key not. That's the thing. This movie's, like, cuts out a bunch of detail, which kind of sucks. That's why I'm, like, really glad they're doing this TV show right now, because they're able to, like, add so much more detail spanning over a bunch of different episodes. But... Mm-hmm. In the movie, it's, like, the, he's not 12. He's, like, 17. That's so what, like, weird. Er, that's what upset me, personally. Yes, because I was, like, come on, guys. Like, you couldn't have, couldn't have, like, that's, like, a canon thing that he's young and you just, anyways. Anywho. And so, going into the TV show, I kind of knew what to expect because of what I've seen in the movie. Um... But, yeah, overall, I enjoyed this movie. And the thing is, I don't think that they these movies, like, did very well. On Rotten Tomato, it says it was a 49 rating, which, Ooh. you know, kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, and then they made another one of these movies. They made the second book into a movie, and then I think they stopped after that because I don't think they were doing very well. Yeah. Um, and the actors were probably looking a little too old. Mm-hmm. Because boo. they decided to start this at 17. So boo, 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 boo. Um, and I'm pretty sure you can watch this movie on Disney Plus too. So yeah. Anyways. Um, oh, the director was Chris Columbus of this movie, if anybody knows who that is. Mm-hmm. Well, at the box office, it said it did 22, 6.4 million. Oh. Maybe so it did do pretty well at the box office but i just don't think it was received well that's probably yeah, what it was I, I think a lot of people probably went to go see it and then were like upset because it wasn't book accurate yeah yeah i would have to agree um so even like watching the new series like with the new characters and them being so little i was like not expecting it because like i knew this like show had been out on disney plus but i hadn't like sat down and watched it until like last weekend actually um but I would say I, I don't regret my decision because it's so good. Like, I just appreciate how much, like, it follows the timeline so well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I was sitting with somebody who had watched or read the books as I watched it. So they were able to, like, fill me in with little details that happened that maybe they didn't talk about that were in the book. And I was like, this is so, I love this. And it's so nice because, like, Percy Jackson's all about, like, Greek mythology and stuff. So it's kind of, like giving harry potter in a way because they talk about this like veil that like only the um greek god kids can like see into like the veil of like magic and like and it's like it's just so cool and like percy's like he's like the chosen one you know what i mean it's like kind of giving harry potter and i think that's why i love it so much because it's so like whimsical and like cool i don't know but yeah percy is the son of poseidon and he's like the only one like he's poseidon's only son so he's like a demigod but he's also like chosen because you know he's like powerful yeah so he's like yeah he's like juiced up he's got like a bunch going on that little 12 year old body and like he doesn't figure out that he's a um demigod until like 
things start really going downhill because nobody will tell him what's going on. And his mom has been like holding back for like, yeah, because he, he lives with his mom and his stepdad in an apartment in, I think, like New York City. Right? I think so. And so, yeah. And then like his mom will take him out to this house they have on like the coast and like explain to him, hey, dude. Your dad is Poseidon. And his mom has been telling him stories like his entire childhood about like Greek mythology and taking him to museums and stuff and like telling him all these stories about monsters. And so he's like, all the stories you were telling me, they're real? And he like freaks out and it's like so, it's just so good. Um, but yeah, I, the like it's action packed and there's never like a dull moment until they go to that freaking black screen. <laughs> Anyways, and then at the end of each episode, they do, like, a teaser for the next episode. Oh, that's So that's also kind of cool. They're pulling, like, a a Marvel Studios-type deal, but I love it. And then another thing that was, like, really anticipated about that show was that um, Lin-Manuel Miranda supposedly, like, has a starring, like, acting— well, it's not supposedly. Like, he does. He has a starring acting role as Hermes. Oh, so, uh, yeah, um, so <laughs> go Lynn. I just was, like, I'm, like, kind of skeptical because a lot of what he's done has been, like, voice acting or, like... Like, very, like, over the top. Right, because it's theater, you know what I mean? And like, it's very animated, yeah. Right, and so I was, like, oh, my goodness, I don't know how he's going to perform in, like, a role, role, because I'm pretty sure, like, the goal with this show is to do every different book is a season, Mm-hmm. And I think they plan on doing it like Harry Potter, where these kids will renew their role, like, every year. So we'll watch them grow from being little to being, like, big. Mm-hmm. And so I watched some interviews or whatever, and, they and like, an interviewer was like, I'm going to save all these questions that I asked you for later down the line when y'all are done with the series, and we'll come back and, like, look at the video. It's like a Billie Eilish type thing where she went, uh-huh. like— you know, um, but I just, I think it's kind of crazy that they're going to be in those roles for a while. I don't know why, because that was what was going on during Harry Potter, but I guess I wasn't, like, alive when that stuff, like, when, I, I was alive when that stuff was coming out, but I was, like, young. But, like, Harry Potter yeah. is, like, just a movie, and this is, like, a series. Right, and so I'm like, that's a, that's a lot, like... I just don't think ever, like, has that been like a thing where like they'll, I guess that has, that, it's like Grey's Anatomy. It's like, oh, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Where they, they drag it out for so long and they keep renewing roles. But yeah, I just, I guess like it probably hasn't been seen with like little kids as the main stars. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in a series form like that. But I'm very excited for the rest. Every episode comes out on Tuesdays at three in the morning actually oh how many episodes are there that's crazy or the is there how many like do you know how many it's gonna be per season I am not even I don't know actually I think like six maybe or eight because that's usually what Disney plus will do they'll at least release six episodes but I feel like that's not enough so maybe not Mm. it might be like ten they might do like 10 because like they're really big on short series now you know what i mean like having an episode like having a series be like or like a season be like 10 episodes instead of 22 Mm 
But bring that back, though, because I, I get into that. Like, Vampire Diaries, every episode is like 46 minutes, and there's 22 episodes. I know. I I've been watching Gilmore Girls. Get into that. It's so long, and I love it, because you actually get to, like... There's deep, there's content. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You get into actual stuff, and you're able to resolve everything in a season. Yeah. Um... I'm pretty sure, like, the season is called, like, Percy Jackson, the Lightning Thief, like, in the Olympians, which is, like, really cool. I was like, eat, 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 eat. But it's also, like, <laughs> weird seeing, like, the characters that you think from the movie, like, recasted as younger people and, like. Sorry. I was like, took a hair salon on my iPad. <laughs> 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 ah, <bro>. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tokoboko. <laughs> um, it's just so yeah. And in the same vein of Carson talking about um, Timothy Chalamet, I don't think we've talked about Wonka yet because that oh, movie came I'm out. Oh, I'm here to talk about Wonka. Yeah, that movie came out December fifteenth, and so I think that was like that was like the end of our or the start of our winter break so i don't know if we talked about wonka yet but guys i have an emergency what? i opened tokaboka on my ipad <laughs> and it's frozen on a white screen and i can't get it to turn off <laughs> oh you i think you got hacked Mimi, it's you're gonna turn the world into leave the world behind how did my ipad freeze i opened tokaboka and it's a white screen and i can't change it bro <laughs> oh my gosh uh, anyway wonka wonka eight i it love that so movie. good like i loved it and like i talked to people who didn't like it and they were like oh i didn't like it that much or whatever no look yeah i don't i i don't like the normal willy wonka movies like i don't like them oh see i love those movies i love willy wonka i'm a willy wonka stan (laughs) i was like i watched them when i was younger and stuff and they were really scary but like i like parts of them but overall they're really scary and i didn't like how like those actors did wonka and i think the way that timothy like portrayed wonka was so much more like, like lively know, lively and it was so fun to watch he was so mm-hmm. kind and caring and he had a reason why he was doing what he was doing right and i really just i really loved the movie and i thought it was, it was really, so good like i think it was really nice to see like the origin of willy wonka mm-hmm. and like it's definitely not a movie that we needed but it ate. I'm really glad they did it because I, I would have thought that like this would be a movie that they would make. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just didn't cross my mind. But I'm so glad mm-hmm. they did. Yeah, and it's based off the musical. I'm pretty sure. There's a which, musical. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah the so, movie is a musical. Yeah, the movie is a musical um, and a, based off of the musical that was on Broadway, which did horribly. Like it, it got taken off of Broadway really quick. Uh-oh. It did not do well. But I just, I don't know, the way Timothy portrayed Wonka was so amazing and like i don't know he looked really good in it he looked really mm-hmm. cute. and i don't know i just i love it so much i want to see was it. serving camp that entire movie that it was movie so was camp camp and it, i ate it up oh wow it did camp so well like it was just so yummy and good and i love and it. i was like 
eat, eat, eat. But my sister, she's one of those people that like watches movies, but she picks them apart. Like she like, if it, she's very like literal about her movies. She can't just like sit and watch a movie mindlessly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she like went to go see this movie and she was talking about how she was like, but there was like no backstory though. Like how did he become like evil? And like, why did he want to like kill kids basically? Like, what happened there? Like, why did he start kidnapping kids at his chocolate factory? Like, she was like, how did he end up there? Like, there was See, no explanation. that's why I don't like the Willy Wonka. I think the first Willy Wonka, he, like, Willy Wonka, I guess. In the chocolate factory. Yeah, but I think yeah. the first one that was made, Wonka was friendlier. I agree. The, the, the Johnny Depp Willy Wonka is definitely more freaky. Yeah, and I think that since the Johnny Depp one is the one we grew up on, mm-hmm. I think, like... With that comparison of, like, our Wonka that we just saw that just came out, mm-hmm. Johnny Depp's Wonka, I think it doesn't match up. But I think, who played the first Wonka? Um, Gene Wilder. Yes, the Gene Wilder one, it matches. Yes. That's so, what I think. Yeah, people were saying that Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory of Gene Wilder, like, that's who Timmy, little Timmy Tim, is going to grow up to be. Like, they were saying that it was a uh, prequel to the Gene Wilder movies. Mm. And I watched a YouTube video on, like, little Easter eggs of, like, how the movies connect or whatever. And they were there was, like, a lot of, like, subtle nods to, like, Gene Wilder's iconic yeah. role as Willy Wonka. And I was like, eat. And then... Because I like that one a lot more than the Johnny Depp one. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd have, have to agree. Like Wonka at all. I have to agree, but I do really like I yeah, it's like I like the Willy Wonka, like Johnny Depp one. I don't know if it's because I like like sometimes I do like weird things like that just because like I think it's intriguing. But when I was younger, like I did not like those. I, like I was like kind of like skeptical of those movies because usually like they would come on during like Halloween. You know what I mean? And like when you get yeah. a bunch of candy, and I'm telling you. Willy Wonka, Johnny Depp's version, like, and his dad is a dentist, and he has all that headgear on little baby Johnny Depp, Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. It freaks me out because I'm like, there ain't no way. Like when I heard headgear at the orthodontist office, I thought that's what they meant by headgear <laughs> was that crazy contraption that was put on little <laughs> Willy Wonka, like scarred. But other than that, I love Willy Wonka. <laughs> <sighs> But and I like the Oompa Loompas. Oompa Loompas eat, and when they came yeah. in, the, like when I noticed that, like they were like showing up in the Willy Wonka or the Wonka movie, I like freaked out. I was like, oh my oh, yeah. god! I was so glad we got the backstory to me too, because you would never like. You're like, why are they there? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And Mr. Freaking Bean that is was in the Wonka god. movie. I was, oh my god! I was like, that's Mr. Bean. And, like, my movie theater, like, gasped. They were like, oh! and I was like, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a, a normal reaction to seeing Mr. Bean. I love Mr. Bean. But, yeah, uh, Hugh Grant played the Oompa Loompas. It was amazing. And then I watched yeah. the Hugh Grant movie right after mm-hmm. that. I watched Love Actually, like, with my mom. Oh, and I, got- yeah. oh. Sorry. I, love and I can only see him. As an Oompa Loompa. Like, that's, every yeah. time came on the screen, I was like, that's an Oompa Loompa. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. And, like, another thing my sister was, like, kind of iffy about about this movie, which I thought was, like, kind of weird, too. But, like, I'm not sure, like, the estimated age range as to what Wonka, like, how old he is in this, like, prequel. Yeah. Probably, like, 
late 20s maybe I don't really know like mid 20s I don't know but people they were like my sister was like I don't know how I feel about his relationship with Noodle which is like this little girl that like helps him escape I think it's like innocent and precious but my sister was like are they about to kiss right now like no I was like no you can't you can't say that it was so innocent like Wonka was just feeding into his childlike energy and just ended up finding a friend and noodle. Guys, it's not that weird. Guys, it's not that weird. It's okay. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Like, (laughs) guys. And then Kiki Michael Key is also in this movie, so eat. Um, but I haven't heard like a lot of these other. Like that's kind of what I liked about this movie. They're kind of like pulling a Hunger Games, where like the Hunger Games movies they casted a bunch of like, I don't want to say nobodies, but like casted a bunch of upcoming actors that like people hadn't seen before and that's kind of how I felt about this Wonka movie except for like the main staples that I just stated but like the actress that played Noodle I was like I haven't seen this girl in anything else you know what I mean so it's like that was kind of cool yeah I like I like the mix mm-hmm. it's like I like the mix of like up and coming and then already established I was like this is kind of fun Especially with the younger. And that's kind of how the same with Percy Jackson. I was like, I haven't seen a lot of these actor actresses before. So I was like, this is kind of cool. But maybe it's just because I don't watch a lot of things with them in it. But you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just refreshing to see new faces. But, um, yeah, Wonka Slay. Like, it was so... And the music is so catchy. Like, I was... I saw this movie with Gabby, and I like we were freaking out. We were like, "This is what goes on in our brains every single day," because <laughs> it's just like such a colorful, fun movie. But yeah, go see that if you haven't. <laughs> um, are we gonna do? Um, should I? I'm gonna go ahead and say my anticipated. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. You're okay. Yeah, my anticipated event. It's more like an is like an antici- Jesus Christ. I can't say it. Anticipated trend, okay, or whatever. Because I'm okay. with the people who agree that 2014 is making a comeback in 2024. I am here for that. I want that back. Give me that same energy from 20. 20- I, I want 2014 Tumblr back. <laughs> yeah, I need it back. I need it back right now. <laughs> I need my sparkly iPod. Yup, like, and Katy Perry blasting on it. Like, that's the energy I need right now. That's the energy I need. I literally, I think, like, I agree with you. I think 2014 and 2016, like, yes, of this are definitely, I already feel it in this year. Like, 2024 is definitely a 2016 year. Yes. Because it's an election year, but like, yeah. 2016 was the craziest time to be on the internet. I was, and I love it. (laughs) I love it. The craziest time to be on the internet. And I'm so, so excited to see what, like, this year brings. Yeah, me too. And I also feel like 2016 was, like, a very, like, transformative year. I feel like a lot of things happened. It was. Yeah. It so was. A lot of things happened, good and bad, and Mm -hmm. a lot of like new things were developed and I think that's definitely gonna happen this year like it definitely feels like kind of like a resurge and a lot of new yes. things this year and I'm, I'm very excited 
Yes, because like I even want like cable TV to come back from those times because that's what I did a lot of the time was like I watched cable TV and it'd be like Nickelodeon and I want guys you don't you don't know how passionate I am about this I want a new and revamped kid teen choice award I like I've like seen the ones that have come out like in recent years and I'm like this just does not hit the same as it did back in 2014 like 2016 this does not hit the same I don't know if it's because like. One Direction was kind of, I mean, like, when they were on Teen Nick, like, that, or, like, on Kids' Choice Awards, and, like, I didn't their band break up in, like, 2015? Yeah. Pretty, they all went different direction directions, guys. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that, yeah. R.I.P. As they called it. So, yeah, like, in 2014, like, they were still hyping up One Direction, and I'm like, I need that energy back. Yeah. Like, I need, like, another pop group to come through that's gonna uh, get me that obsessed. Like, I... Look, pop is at a resurgence this yes. year. Period. Pop is coming back. Yes. I'm so excited. Yes. Like, bring back the 2016 trends for music because yes. that hit. That hit. And it still hits. Still it hits. Like, I just, I can't. I'm so excited because pop music is definitely coming back. Like, with Renee Rapp and Sabrina Carpenter yes. literally, like, bulldozing into yes. the pop scene. I'm so excited because mm-hmm. they're new and i feel like a lot of the things we've seen in pop is the same thing yep. over, and over and over and it's been like this since 2016 20 kind of guys i low-key blame ariana grande for this <laughs> for that like it's sounding the same because she's been like the pop icon for forever mm-hmm. same with taylor swift but like i just feel like ariana grande has been like the blueprint for pop yeah. for a while and i just need that to fade out please not that i don't like ariana grande like i love her but still come on that's why i'm so happy for like sabrina taking on the crown and like renee rap like this is gonna eat yes i'm so excited because pop music is just not the same like i literally don't listen to pop music ever and then like sabrina i mean i don't know how i feel about sabrina carpenter i have my my qualm but (laughs) i I still like like her music a lot and Mm -hmm. i also really like renee rap's music Mm mm-hmm feel like they're really trailblazing this new pop scene and it's really needed because even with olivia rodrigo's new album mm-hmm. it's something we've heard before Both right or something we've heard before sour was a little different but not too different but guts was completely something we've heard before and right like, that's what she was going for like she likes pop like pop punk yeah like, but it wasn't anything new and right. i need something new Right. Period. I agree. Because, like, I'm tired of listening to the same four songs in my playlist all the time that all sound the same. You know what I mean? Like, I can't keep doing it. I need the 2016 resurgence. Because I, I, like, already made a playlist on my Spotify. I was like, songs I'm bringing back in 2024. And a bunch of it is, like, party, like, pop, like, hits from, like, that era. Like, 2014 to, like, 2016. And I'm, like, so here for it. Like, I wish, like, I just need some of those artists that were popular then to, like, come back. But yeah. keep the same energy. You know what I mean? Like, keep the yeah. same energy. Because, <laughs> uh, like, Katy Perry has been through her phases. But Katy Perry was hot during that time. And oh. I am a Katy Perry stan. And so I really, like, I don't know what she's up to. Oh, she's on American Idol right now, right? I think yeah. she goes. Yeah, she's I think, um. I've been it's really- just all getting older. Oh. I'm like, come on, Katy Perry, just stay in your era, please. I've been obsessed with Rihanna recently. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh Breaking yeah. Dishes. Oh! 
Oh, I love Rihanna. <laughs> I'm okay. So I'm doing this thing for Church Card Fiat, and we have to give up like secular music, mm-hmm. but we're allowed to listen to music that like uplifts your soul, right? You know right. what? Uplifts my soul, Rihanna. Rihanna. <laughs> I'm putting Rihanna on my playlist because I love Rihanna. Rihanna my eats. Song is um my favorite song is four five seven five. Oh Rihanna. yeah. Arnie and Kanye. Yes, oh, I yeah. like Kanye. I never have liked Kanye, but four or five seconds <laughs> is the best song to ever be made. And yep. it's the oddest group of people coming together to make the hit banger that is four five seconds. The hit banger. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. And I'm just, I, yeah. No, and like Disturbia, I need that song to mm-hmm. resurface. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that song gets me going. Like, that <laughs> song is so good. And, like, I feel like I was really, like, into that song, like, in 2014, 2016. So it just, like, takes me back. I'm like, uh. I know I was, like, how old would I have been in, like, 2014? I would have been, like, like not even 10. I was nine. Okay, yeah. I was nine. So, yeah, so, like. That wasn't that long ago, but still, I'm like, guys, I just need it back. Yeah, like, the it inter- was 10 years ago. So good. It's long. Yeah, 20, yeah, okay, well, that was a long time ago then. That's a decade. Yeah. I need that back. <laughs> I'm literally looking at, like, a playlist of 2016 songs. I'm like, these songs are so good. Like, Am I Wrong? That song eats. I don't know if that came out in 2016, but, like, that song eats. That song's so good! And then, um... And then, um, One Dance by Drake. You remember how oh, that... Oh! The, guys, Tony B was heard on Drake in 2016. That is my favorite thing ever. He ate. That <laughs> album ate so hard. It really did. <laughs> I and, love Drake. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Megan Trainer. Mm-hmm. And- guys, have you seen the Megan Trainer like, stuff about her, like, Loki being, like, a bad person? Oh no. no. Or like just like annoying. Like people don't think she's a bad person, like, but she's just like so annoying. And she's like has no like social cues because she went on like the podcast with Tana Mojo and she was like completely just like acting like she was ten years old on that podcast. And we're like, girl, you're a grown woman. Like, what are you doing? You're embarrassing yourself. But anyways, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> 2016 music was where it's at. Yep. <laughs> okay, anyway. Yeah, that's about sums it up. I really am anticipating the resurgence of 2014, <laughs> 2016. <laughs> I'm really hoping that makes a comeback. Even, like, the fashion trends, I would be okay with. The mustache trend? As long as Yes. Not, please don't bring back Chevron. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, don't no. do that, though. Do uh, yeah, I'm or okay it, with that. Or Chevron can die. I don't look good in scarves, so don't bring back Infinity Scarves. Ooh. You know what I am bringing back? Ooh, Infinity Scarves. Ooh. I'm bringing back monograms. Full Yeah. Form. I used for monograms every day. I like, I had sweatshirts, yep. shirts. Everything was monogrammed. I'm bringing that back. Monograms eat. Yep, 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 yep. Yep. Like, catch me on the fifth grade playground with my Infinity Scarf one, because that was yep. me. And then I had monogrammed, like, vinyl toenail stickers. Yes! I monogrammed on this. Yes! <laughs> Guys, I have, a, I have, like, a headband that has my monogram on it, and I use it every night to do my skincare. Yes! <laughs> my hair back. I'm, I'm, I'm in with the monogram. <laughs> I love monograms. Oh. 
a monogram pillow for my dorm. Yes, because um, I have monogram pillows. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know if that's like Southern core, but like I love my monograms. <laughs> I love monograms. I love my monograms. But yeah, that about sums up what I'm anticipating for this year. <laughs> Who's next, me or Cordy? Um, I'll go. I am anticipating the 2024 Paris Olympics. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm so excited. What the last time we had Olympics, it wasn't. It was like 2021 because they held it back, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In- I remember sitting in my little like in my um, living room with all my parents on and we had our England like jerseys because England had finally <laughs> made it. I think they were yeah. at the semifinals. It's the, it's the one with four instead of two. I don't know. Maybe yeah, they, I think they made it to semifinals and it's nice. like they had never made that it that far in like so many years. Mm-hmm. And it's just like silence. And we were, so, I was so excited. And, um, and then they missed because he wanted to do a trick goal and he embarrassed everyone and missed. I'm still not over that. And then t- Twitter like blew up. But um, I'm so excited to bring that back because, okay, the World Cup, it doesn't hit as much as the Olympics does. No offense. Yeah. It just doesn't hit. And so I'm There's just. There's something about the Olympics. Like, I mean, I don't know. My, what I don't know. My uncle, my something. Someone in my family ran the torch for the Atlanta Olympics. Wow, oh, that's really cool. And, but like the and like my mom like worked at the Olympics. She like helped with something like the Atlanta Olympics. So like the Olympics are a really big deal in my family. Like a really big yeah. deal. Mm-hmm. And so the hype that surrounds it is crazy. Like I we sit and watch the Olympics for days. Like we don't leave our living room for days. I, I love. love- that. Um, I went, um, I was, what, how old was I in 2012? I was six. I was six in 2012, and my parents took me to the, because the England, the, the, the Olympics were in London, and my dad took me there, and he's still, like, a shelf in our house is dedicated to the 2012 Olympics with all the London stuff on it, um, the oh, mascots eight. and, like, the stuff and everything, and I just That's remember, so- like, I vividly remember, because my dad would, like, drag us, little six-year-old me, around the big city, and he's like, oh my gosh, That's they're so running funny. the torch, oh my gosh, they're doing volleyball, um, and, I, like, I don't know what's going on, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. oh, sports, let's go. But I think it's been 12 years since that, and that's what's freaking me out right now, that it's been 12 years since the 2012 Olympics. Yeah, that's like, yeah. But I'm so excited for the Olympics, guys. Um, I'm so excited to have beef with other countries for, like, just because of Ooh. sports reasons and not because of other reasons. Political reasons, yeah. Yeah, I'm just beefing with you because you're better at us. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it for my little little happy moment of the year. <laughs> Okay, I am anticipating an event. The biggest event of the year, I call it. Oh. The Met Gala. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. The Met Gala is my favorite day of the year. I love the Met Gala. It's my favorite. Like, it's literally the best thing to ever happen. Because you get to see how stupid these new stylists are. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. <laughs> I love fashion. Fashion is, like, my thing. That's what I wanted to do for my future. Like, I wanted to be a fashion stylist until, like, three years ago, okay? This was my dream. So the Met Gala is everything to me. 
And this year, the theme is Sleeping Beauties, like the revival of fashion. Mm -hmm. And the way the Met explained it was saying like, oh, it's going to like with nature nods and like with influence from nature and renewal and stuff like that. And I feel like people are going to take it so literally with Sleeping Beauty. I think they're going to take it very fantasy and very cartoon and very fairy tale, which was like, okay. But the whole point of the mech, like the whole point of the theme is the resurgence of fashion because we have been seeing the same things for years. The same things Mm -hmm. and things and everything. There's not been anything new and this is the perfect opportunity to bring new silhouettes to the stage bring new fabrics and especially since they want like nature nods like let's bring more sustainable fashion to the couture scene let's bring all of these things to the high fashion world and they're not gonna do it there's probably gonna be five or six people that i think hit the theme right on the nail everybody else it's going to be horrible. After <laughs> camp, what year was camp? Mm. I don't even remember. What, after, what year was a struggle? I don't know. After camp, the Met Gala has gone significantly downhill. The only person that slays is Blake Lively. But she and, wasn't at last mm. year's. And she wasn't at last year's because she was pregnant. So She better I, be back. She better be back. Because... I need somebody to actually do it. There's, like, been a few people that I think have hit the theme and done pretty good. But I don't know. And it's it's not really the celebrity's fault. It's definitely the designer's and the stylist's fault. And, like, mm-hmm. and nothing new is happening. Like, I looked at a few new collections that were released, like, for spring 2024. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, Cherry Red is in. Okay, we've said Cherry Red is in for months. Has anybody right. been in? No. Like, we said Cherry Red was going to be in for the fall. Nobody's wearing it. We <laughs> literally, and a lot of it has to do with social media and the influence of microtrends, which don't even get me started on <laughs> microtrends. Yeah. Um, microtrends, they are an out for 2024. But <laughs> I think a lot of that influences, like, there is nothing new in the fashion scene. And after looking at these spring 24 collections, everything is the same. Everything is the same thing we've been seeing for years and years and years. There's nothing new. And so for the Met, there's going to be nothing new. Now, if I'm shocked and surprised and there is something new, guys, you can do whatever to tell me that I'm wrong. But I truly believe deep in my core that nothing new is going to happen and I'm going to be disappointed yet again. Uh, you're real for that, though. So, yeah, that's cycle. literally... <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> May May, do you want to talk about Gypsy? Oh, I would love to talk about Gypsy Rose. So, as y'all probably have heard, because it's everywhere, Gypsy Rose Blanchard has been released from prison. Yes! <laughs> yes! So she's been in prison for 10 years, and she's currently on parole for two, I'm pretty sure. And she's in prison for being basically an accomplice in her mother's murder. So... Gypsy's mom had Munchester by proxy syndrome, which is basically where you are a caretaker for a person and you manipulate them and make them believe and you believe that they're sicker than they are so that they have to continue in your care. Mm -hmm. And she's a victim of this. And growing up, she was told that she had all of these different disorders, cancer, Mm -hmm. 
was told that she couldn't walk and was wheelchair bound, that she had stomach issues and had to be fed through a feeding tube. And her mom used this to get her different money and Mm -hmm. all this stuff, like with the Ronald McDonald house, stuff like that. And so as Gypsy grew up, she started to realize these things and started to question like, hey, I know I don't need a feeding tube. I know I can walk. Like, why is this happening? And eventually she ran away from home, got caught, brought back. And at one point, like her mom, like you can watch the docuseries um, if you want more information, obviously. But um, her mom, like, abused her, like, chained her to a room and stuff and told her she couldn't leave. It was like this whole thing. And then she met this guy named Nick. I can't pronounce his last name, so I'm just going to call him Nick. And... (laughs) They met on, like, this Christian dating site or something, and they began talking or whatever and dating, and he was like, I would do anything to protect you from your mother, like, anything. And so he basically like, convinced Gypsy that they needed to murder her. And so <laughs> he killed her mom while she, like, hid in the bathroom, and then they ran away, and they got caught. He's serving life in prison, and yep. she only got 10 because of just her situation and everything and also she committed second degree and he committed first so it's just legal legality stuff but um she is now released from prison and she is married yes i forgot her husband's name but they're happily married he like wrote her in prison and yeah so she's released and she's been pretty pretty active on social media oh and, yeah uh, oh like, yeah let's just say active on social media <laughs> and she's she's doing pretty good she's excited to be free and experience new things which i'm very glad for her she's um, in new york city right now guys yes but she um she was talking about with one of her like at one of her interviews how like her purpose now that she's released and like even her purpose her last few years and prison like because when she was in prison she was getting her ged and all this stuff because she didn't get a formal education yeah took her a really long time but she got her ged and she's like very educated and trying to learn new things about living and like what it means to be a person and stuff like that and like get Mm -hmm. her back um but she has started being an advocate for people who are victims of manchester by proxy Mm -hmm. victims of people whose parents or loved ones have really severe mental health issues as well as like with their own which I think is really beautiful and I think the way that the internet has taken her whole situation has kind of taken away from her whole idea of being an advocate and I feel like I don't know I, I know she's like excited that she has a bunch of following because she wants to share her advocacy stuff because she like talks about all the time that like she regrets killing her mom she thinks that she was just a very sick woman and needed help yeah Um, and so she's like very much an advocate for mental health resources and stuff but now that she has gained such a following on social media and like the all the memes and stuff before she got released it is so good it's so funny funny it's so funny but like i feel like that might take away from some of her advocacy but that's true I think it gives her a good platform to speak. I just hope people listen. Yes. That's all you can hope is that people listen. Because she's been given a great platform now because of all the movies and all the docuseries and all the books. Like, she Mm -hmm. really... Like, all that stuff coming out. Like, people are obsessed with her story and are very interested in it and have been for years. And so, I'm just hoping that this following is going to give her a platform 
to advocate for mental health awareness and like help and stuff because she's a great woman she really is and she She wants a lot and she's i think she's gonna do it i hope miss gypsy is camp like she is camp like she's camp she also um i don't know if it's because she's been off off of social media for so long but she is bold yes very he is actively talking about you know what stuff with her husband on uh huh in the comment section like, mm-hmm. <laughs> gypsy like I mean okay girl, I don't hilarious. know hilarious I mean she hasn't been on the internet in a very long time and yes you have a little bit of access in prison and obviously she had more access to the outside world due to her situation and her like being interviewed and stuff like that but. You know, it's changed a lot in 10 years. Yeah. Changed. And, like, even when she was released, like, her outfit, like, was very outdated in trends. So, I don't know. I hope acclimating well. And, yes. I don't know. I wish the very best for my Queen Gypsy Rose Blanchard. (laughs) No, I love her. And I... And I think her being on social media is a good thing. You know what? I, yeah, like it's such a good thing for her. And I'm like, I love this. I love it. I love it. I love it. My queen. I just love seeing her like thrive, like and find something fun that she likes to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like she was for so long like stripped of herself. You know? Right. She even talked about in one interview that she was excited to go to prison because to her, even though it was restricted, it was freedom. Mm. Yeah. And now that she's out of prison, she's, even if she's on parole, like, she's experiencing true freedom. And it's something right. she's experienced before. And it's so fun watching her, like, experience these things. It is. But yay! <laughs> yay! And her being a Taylor Swift fan is, like, the best so thing. Slay. I'm yes. like, yes, queen. I want mm-hmm. her twenty I want her to get the red hat. I want her to get the, the red hat. hat. Yes. Yeah. I want her to go to the Airways tour. She needs yes. to go. She needs to go. She needs to go. Wait, okay, guys. Side note. If Miss Gypsy was talking that bold in a comment section, how bold do you think they were talking over those letters that <laughs> were sent back and forth? If I were a a uh, guard or whatever because I think at prisons they have to like read the letters before yeah, no um, maybe some place yes no maybe I don't know Did you see if there's like nothing fishy in there you yeah. know what I mean I'm I not sure the, the like the rules on that but if I had stumbled upon whatever they're talking about in those letters I think you know I think I would be on the floor gagged I, so, I'd be clutching uh, my pearls yes I'd be clutching my <laughs> pearls <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Gypsy's a sleigh. She is I a sleigh. Um, well, I'm gonna move away from Miss Gypsy, but I'm gonna go back to my earlier discussion about the Olympics. Um, yeah, you all. Y'all may know in 2016 that was the Brazil Olympics, and there was a very standout athlete in there. Um, she's one of the most awarded gymnasts I think ever. And that's going to be Simone Biles. 
Um, yes, it is. See, y'all know, y'all know, like, I just say Simone Biles, and you're like, oh, yeah, Olympic athlete, gymnast, yep. amazing, so many gold medals, speechless, um, the epitome of America, patriotism, yep. oh, yeah. Um, insert uh, eagle sound. Uh, but <laughs> in the news recently, uh, I didn't know this, but Simone Biles is married. Good for her, Slay. But right. what's not good how her husband is acting um cancel him i so they just recently got married too they did so um simone biles husband has found out his name is jonathan owens am i gonna remember that no so for the rest of the podcast i'll be referring to him as simone biles husband period he recently both of them were on a podcast called the pivot and um they were discussing about his uh specifically about his um work in football because now he is a green bay packers safety did i know that no but now i'm learning (laughs) um anyways but specifically he, the co-host of the podcast, asked him, how did you pull Simone Biles? And he responded that he didn't know who she was. Um, so you're literally lying because how, right. do, how, how? Yeah. She's only like the how most decorated athlete is? in American history. How? Right. Um. Anyways, so they met on the Raya dating app, which is like Tinder for celebrities. So obviously she's important. Like, bro. Yes. Right. Obviously she's important. And he saw that she had like a bunch of Instagram followers. And then he like, responded, okay, she's got to be good. What? I'm like clawing at the bars of my Simone. Iron enclosure. Like, girl. Simone. Girl, you could have done so much better, girl. Girl. Mm-hmm. Girl. It's, uh. Girl, oh no. And then they were like, okay, I'm going to read what the interview said. Because he is talking about how he didn't know who she was. And he said, when she won the Olympics, I was in college and we didn't have NBC. We didn't have Olympic channels and we were in training camp in late July, early August. So I'm not paying attention. I never would have had a moment where I would have watched her compete. So, um, that is sus though. But see, the thing is, like, if you see she has a bunch of Instagram followers and you knew this was an app for celebrities, why didn't you Google her? That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. But you should have known who like, she was. Period. Like, it's not just on, on NBC. Right. It's on like, all social media platforms. You have right. a, you have a phone, sir. You have Twitter, probably. Exactly. Like, you know who she is. And another thing is people were upset about this, obviously. So what did they do? What everyone does when they like to snoop, they go back to your Twitter po- to your Twitter posts. Um, right. And they scroll deep. And what they discovered is that in 2012, he was posting about the Olympics, Olympics specifically gymnastics. <gasps> so he, he's, he is aware of like the Olympic gymnastics and he has watched it before. But another thing is that, like, some of the comments he said were not very appropriate. Um, He's a stinker. Get out of that, Simone. That's what I'm saying. (gasps) Anyways. 
It's hard seeing us lose a soldier to a man. I Come know. On. I'm like, girl, please, please see what we see. Right. That is crazy. That is crazy. If I were Simone Biles's dad and I saw this man talking about my daughter like that, I would I'd be upset. Like I would be upset. He was like, and we're like repeatedly in the podcast. He was calling him the catch, and I was like, "Okay, that's so icky." You believe truly that you're the catch when you're talking about you, your loved one. You always say that they're the catch. Yep. Yes, dude, you're not even a starter. You're not even a starter. You're safety. Hello. You're not even first string. Get out. It just he's crazy for that. He, like he's actually wild for going on a podcast so public and saying that. That is crazy. And like the thing is <laughs> is that Simone Biles is in the room. She's in the corner and the camera would repeatedly like cut to her and her reactions and she's just smiling. And I'm like, Girl, uh, get out. Get out, please. I'm like, Simone, stand up for yourself, babe. Cause that is like, literally wild. <sighs> That's crazy. It is crazy. I'm like, yeah. It, watching it was very painful. <laughs> it was, the internet was in shambles, and she yeah. I, she posted about it after. Um, I'm trying to oh, if my mouse would work. Like if I were Simone and I was seeing the things that was being said, I would be freaking out a little bit. You know what I mean? I'd be rethinking my life a little bit. Yes, mm-hmm. I'd be like, hold up. Um, I think she responded, and she was like, "Can everyone stop now? We locked in." Um, oh gosh. And I was like, "Girl, unlock it." Like, I'll get you a yeah, lockpick myself, like, you can, please. Right, you can easily do that, queen. It's okay. It's okay. We're not going to judge you. Like, right, at all. If anything, we are judging your husband right now, so you're you're in the clear, girl. And, like, maybe she was like, oh, maybe it's kind of nice that he doesn't know who I am. I get whatever. Girl, if you don't know who Simone Biles is, you just, you don't you don't have any social media. You don't know what's happening at all. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You might as well just be uncultured. Come on. Like, he yeah. doesn't, he, just because he knows you doesn't mean he can't respect you. Yeah. Right. Like, but because he doesn't know her, he doesn't respect her and calls her the catch. Like, hello. Like, you can yeah. know her and know her worth. And he's like, right. yeah, neither, neither. Ugh. Right. I was just very You're agitated. Just a man. <laughs> That's what you do. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, what the heck? Sorry, I'm playing Temple Run. Oh, she's not on Tokoboka anymore, guys. She's in the screen. My iPad wouldn't let me play Tokoboka. It kept just being on screen. That's crazy. Okay, and speaking of like trends, let's talk about the 10 year olds that are running the makeup stores right now. And literally, let's talk about. Because it's making me mad. Okay. Yeah. Kid, I used to watch makeup artists all the time on YouTube. Like that was my thing. I watched those in family vlogs, so I was very well aware of like makeup trends and stuff. And I would even ask for some of those things sometimes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. we we grew up on the internet, right? Babies, children are acting, buying this expensive stuff, acting like if they don't have it, like they. I don't know. It's just like. Much more intense than when we were kids. Yeah. And and it seriously is, like, a class thing as well as, like, a popularity thing now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My niece, 
she like she's in middle school and like I'm telling you has everything that us high schoolers have acts the same does the same things like I mean that freaks me out bro. yeah like, it freaks me I mean, out too crazy and it's like yes when you're younger you look up to the people that are older than you I did mm-hmm. it all did it but I just the way that the internet has put such a stress on young people to be the same and to do the same things just to feel accepted and loved is actually crazy yeah and like I really do think a lot of it like the conversation starts with the parents of these kids and like the culture and like the stuff that these in like it all really comes back to TikTok too because they're like if the parent is allowing their kid to be on social media and stuff like that and like the brands like their marketing is clearly made for kids even though the products Mm -hmm. might not be because that's yeah. the biggest audience that will be influenced the easiest to, like, buy it's things. Like, why, why are you making it so colorful, guys? You know they're going to want right, it. Right, like, come on. Like, like, do, like, I just, it's, it's like, it's just sad, too, because, like, these kids, like, they don't understand. And when you try to explain, like, they just don't yeah. get it. And they think that, like, they will need these things, like, to be popular or to be liked. And I'm like, it's just... A retinol skincare thing, like get over it. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna hurt your skin, girly. And it's gonna hurt your skin. Like I don't even use a retinol. Like no, girl. It's like I don't really use a lot of skincare. I just do my moisturizer and my SPF. Like Mm -hmm. yeah, because that's all you need. That's all you need. Everyone needs to go through their Neutrogena, like the weird exfoliating. Like everyone needs to go through that phase. You need yes. to have the BB cream that smells like grapefruit. You just have to. Yes, mm-hmm. but it's like, if I asked my mom at 10 for a $90 makeup thing or skincare thing, I would be laughed at at my face. Like, yeah. I would be laughed at. Like, my mom would not bat an eye at that. She would not even let, like, she would not buy me that. You know what I mean? Like, she would laugh in my face. So that's mm-hmm. why I'm like, these parents are being so, like, compliant with their kids and i'm like you should not let you like be letting your kids run all over you like no, that and if your kid wants makeup buy them like go to, go to claire's go, <laughs> go buy the little elf eyeshadow packets or palettes that are like four yeah yes. so that they can play play they can, yeah the play kids don't play anymore when i was 10 i was asking for stuff for my american girl doll oh facts, yeah facts facts, facts. And, like, I've also, like, seen an epidemic thing where it's, like, there's no place for tweens anymore. It's all, like... Where's that awkward phase, bruh? Right, where's that awkward phase? Because, like, there's no more justice. There's no more, um, what is it? Like, those, like, tween-type stores. Like, there's nothing... Having that tween store. Like... Right. Kind of weird to say, but to have that in between, to have a place where you belong when you're in that in between spot, yes. is very very important. Yes, because and I, you should like, not be doing what mm-hmm. 15, 16 year olds are doing because there is a drastic maturity difference. Yes, development of people. Yes, it's science. It's how it works. I just think it's like wild to me, and like that's the thing too. Like when I was younger, like of course, yeah, you want to be. And be perceived to be older. Like, that's just something that happens when you're, like... So, you like, even if you have, like, older siblings or older cousins, like, you know what I mean? Like, you always want to be at their level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, of course, like, you, like, 
like I would used to get very excited like when my cousins would give us hand-me-down clothes because I'd be like oh my god big girl clothes you know what I mean <laughs> like I'm gonna be cool because I have big girl clothes yeah, yeah like, like when you size out of something when you finally yes. reach like 10 to 12 you're like yippee mm-hmm. right so it's like you always are like anticipating like being 16 I feel like that's something that everybody looks up to when you're younger you know what I mean yeah, yeah. the big like one six right like the big one six like people like want their want that freedom which is like I totally understand that's in our nature you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah but like come on guys L- live in your youth live yeah. in your youth let I it be fun I was younger always wanting to be older and to experience high school things yeah and, like, I had this idea of what would happen. And now that I'm in high school, like, none of that has yep. happened. Right. Yep. Um, you, not- like, romanticize it when you're younger. Yeah. And it's just, like... And that's kind of the fun of it, too. Right. Like, young people don't even get to experience the, remo- like, romanticizing that idea. Because then they just get it. Right. Because those fifth graders, I know they're on their little phones in class doing TikToks. You know what I mean? And, like... Yeah. And when I, like, found out, like, that... I, I might have been, like, in the seventh grade, and I'm, like, you know, like, you kind of always know, like, the grades younger than you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I figured out that, like, some of these kids had, like, iPhone 5s. I was, like, you're in fifth grade and have an iPhone 5? Like, what the freak? Like, I was, like, freaking out because I was, like, I didn't even, like, my parents, like, let us have a flip phone for a while. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I was, like, that's kind of wild. Like, I just think that's crazy. Like, I, I didn't have sixth grade and the only reason I got it was because I had dance and I had to be able to text my parents. Yeah. See, I rode the bus and that's why I got my dad's old iPhone 5 in sixth grade and you couldn't you couldn't yeah. use your phone at school. Like I could right. only I use it on the bus to listen to music and I used uh-huh. it I didn't have I didn't even have um service. Like I could right. only connect to Wi Fi. And so like I only use my downloaded Spotify music and right. stuff like that. And that's all yeah. I used it for. Like oh and I played bowling on my phone. But But like I have vowed that like I'm not going to give my kids iPads like I will not 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 and the internet is such a different place than where it was when we yes and like that's no that's not the kids fault obviously right the parents job to like control that because when I was little I had an iPad like me and my brother got iPads I mean yeah I totally had one too yeah but the way that the internet was structured then and Mm -hmm. the way happen on the internet is so different like obviously i ran across some stuff i shouldn't have seen when Ooh, i was yeah there. but it wasn't like i was running across stuff that would like extremely damage my psyche like right running across stuff that they should never ever see right something no one should ever see and it's very thing right. and I don't know. It's a the internet is a much different place than what it used to be, and we can't control that. But like, what we can do is like control what these little children are seeing. Yeah, right. Like, there is my my niece knows who Mr. Beast is, and she's like, like the one of my uh-uh. nieces, like. I don't. She's like ten. She she. We were watching Trolls the other day, and an ad came on for Mr. Beast, and she goes, oh, Mr. Beast, he made feastables. Uh uh-uh. uh. What? I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Like when I was like younger and had an iPad, I was on my 2016 YouTube watching all those girlies do the get ready with me for school, but or like school's essentials and like they were doing like crafts and yes. stuff. Like, oh, and I'd be watching my seven super girls, yes, and I'm watching Alicia Marie and yes, and yes. Oh my gosh, those were the days. Yes, 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 yes. And so that's why I'm saying, like, bring back 2016. Even 2016 YouTube was, like, in. Like, come on. Please bring 2016 YouTube. I need it. It 
eat. But like, yeah, I just feel bad for like the way these gen gen alpha gen alpha kids are being raised by millennials. Like, it's just not. Bro, I didn't get my first like. I got a concealer when I turned thirteen because I was in a musical. I was in Aladdin Junior the musical. Um, yes. And my mom, okay. right after we finished the cut, she was like, "Okay, I'll get you a concealer." And I got the Too Faced, uh, the whatever Born This Way concealer. And I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so fancy!" Like I have like I have yeah. makeup yeah. now. But it's like that was a big deal to me to get because it was like a splurge. Same. It was like a twenty dollar concealer. It was a splurge, yeah. and it's like. Hello? What what yeah. happened to like asking for things for your birthday? Right. What happened to buying makeup at TJ Maxx? What happened to that yeah. guy? Come on now. That's what they need to be doing, taking their kid to TJ Maxx. Because mm-hmm. like TJ Maxx is cheap and it's like play makeup. So, I mean, it's, it's real makeup, but like for little kids, like you could consider it play makeup. Yeah, but, but you're like, like not bashing a $100 right. eyeshadow palette right like i just think it's like crazy like i didn't start wearing mascara until i was like 15 and that was like a big deal too like i was like oh my god mascara like i was freaking out so i was like i'm so, I'm so grown like i felt so grown you know what i mean yeah like that's just the kids aren't getting that nowadays because it's just being handed to them and i'm like there's canon events you can't miss and they're missing <laughs> all of them they're missing all of them like I think that just Gen Alpha scare me. Like, I can't. They're so rude, too. Um, yeah. I mean, not all of them are like that, but... <sighs> Their, like, attention span is, like, the size of an inchworm. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's just... Ugh. Like, the social cues, they're, they're, like, they just don't have that. There's no social cues. Like, they, I'm just like, come on. <laughs> oh. Oh my gosh. It just concerns me. Because, I mean, I feel like I really shouldn't be worried about this because this is like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm young, you know what I mean? But still. But it's also, <laughs> these people potentially could be working for you in the future. Like, that when is you're so older, true. And they're like, that's so true. And it's that's like, please so true. know what you're doing, please. please. Right. Like, I, I just feel like a lot of them, even though they are 10, like, they're just not at the social mark they should be at. You catch mm-hmm. my drift? Like, I just feel like they're not. Develop- developmentally where they should be it's at like, their age. When I was younger, everyone was like, oh, I want to be an astronaut. Oh, I want to be like yes. a cook. And now they're just like, I want to be an influencer. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Oh, and I feel like that's going to be like the downfall of society is like all this like your social media is being your third place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe I Carson like was right, guys. Crumble. Maybe the movie was right. Maybe yeah because like everything like nowadays is moving so fast like even like may saying like the the micro trends like it's going like everything moves at like a 10 times speed pace because like you're being like influenced all the time mm-hmm. it's just like crazy it's crazy so 2024 let's stop that please guys <laughs> let's bring an end let's bring an end to 10 year olds at sephora i'm literally going to sephora after i film this podcast and i will update no, I'll that's tell so you real. guys i'll tell you guys if i please. come across a 10 year old do a 10 year old count let us I know. The head i'll count. say okay what is, wh- how many um drunk elephant smoothies can i find uh yes what is how much yes. of everything is out of stock at rare beauty Mm-hmm. Cause even like at Ulta, like I was at Ulta in Dothan like not too long ago, and I'm telling you, all the drunk elephant out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. I just went over there to go peek, and I was like, this is crazy. 
And now that Ulta has Sol de Janeiro. Oh, uh, it's a war guys, zone, guys. It's a war zone. <laughs> I feel like I need to be throwing products through, like to, to the other side of the store and like knock a kid out <laughs> just so I can get to my stuff. <laughs> like, come on. Huh. I need to Ulta too, but I'm scared. Like I, I, need- love, I do love Ulta though. I love Ulta. I need to go. I, I, I need, need I need us to get a Sephora. Just because. Yes. I don't have a Sephora here, huh? It's surprising. We have a Lululemon, but we don't have a Sephora. Oh, also, the mm. amount of children I see in Lululemon drives me bonkers. I'm like, girl, That's the so small true. size is like an extra small. Get out. Get right, out. Like, you can't fit so into that, I'm, babes. Literally, we have Lululemon for kids, which is, um, what is it called? Oh, I know what you're talking about, Mimi. I forgot what it's called. Like, go buy that. Right. Go buy your... Or hand me down Lululemon. That's yeah. like cheap. Come on. I would... Like, I understand it's expensive to live now, but, like, if you can save money by not using it on Lululemon, I totally would. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Especially on a 10-year-old who's going to grow out of it in a couple years. That's my mm-hmm. thing. It's like they're still growing, so why give them expensive clothing? Like I just yeah, like you go get your old navy jeans, your rock star right. old navy jeans. Right, they're crazy. I love my rock star jeans. They eat, and they were it, and that's why I'm like, come on, guys, come on, guys, go take your kids to old navy. They got, they always got them sales. Always. Yeah. But yeah, kids need to be canceled. <laughs> Cancel kids. Cancel kids. <laughs> but yeah. Is that going to be a wrap on our episode, guys? Think, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a wrap. Well, thank you guys for listening to About All Things. Um, what was the movie called? The Leaving uh, the World Behind. Yes. Dune Part 2. The 2024 Olympics, bringing back 2014 culture. Woo! Um, maybe I forgot what you said for your predictions. Oh, yeah, oh. the Met Gala. The Met Gala, uh, Gypsy, Rose Blanchard, and now uh, 10-year-olds mm-hmm. and Simone Pyle's husband. Thank you guys so much for <laughs> listening. And remember that you can always stay in the know with In the Know. In the Know.